This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you on this glorious Wednesday. Al, what's up? Oh, hi there, Jerry. Um trying to think where to begin with this because i have a multiple things they're all very similar oh okay um, they're just uh, there's nothing it's silly silliness silliness um you know i you know for some reason i'm locked in to jeans right now oh my god again with the jeans but here's the problem now i've i looked at jeans online okay sue me i am bombarded with ads, oh, gene ads. Je- but to the point jerry how are there so many types and brands of jeans? Because there's 500 million people in this country. But there are jeans and jeans yeah. and jeans that I'm not aware of these brands. Think about how many t-shirts there are. Yeah, I can almost understand that more. I feel like when people, I don't know like how often you buy jeans. I buy jeans like once every six years. Oh, I would say I would say once a year. Really? I buy two you freshen pairs. it up. You I freshen buy two up two pair every every year. And will you get rid of the old pair? Um, the old pair usually turn out to be the pair that I wear outside. Okay, so then the pair you were wearing outside, those get tossed. It's like Correct. a rotation. Yes. yes. So the new jeans come in. They replace the dream jeans you're currently wearing. Those jeans go to the um, going to work outside jeans. The current work outside jeans go to the trash. Correct. Well, yeah, That's they nice go to system. the recycle bin. What a life cycle of your jeans they're treated better than uh fresh fruit and and vegetables (laughs) that end up in the garbage disposal what i generally do jerry is i uh turn a pair into cutoffs for the summer no you don't (laughs) did you ever wear cutoff jeans yeah when i was nine yeah like back in the day yeah well you're talking about ones you you cut yourself you're talking about denim shorts denim shorts yeah i wore you remember i wore them to giants camp and uh, craig destroyed me for it what's wrong with my what's wrong with these haven't worn them since denim shorts complex now right those used to be a thing yes they were a thing denim shorts but yeah the cutoffs that's when we were really young yeah i would say when i was eight or nine probably my mom probably cut them and i I wore them i was actually thinking of taking a pair of my old jeans Cutting them off and just wearing them here one day without saying anything—that would be. Hilarious. I mean, that and would, showing off those legs. Just show up in my my cut off shorts. That would be high funny. socks and yeah, sneakers. That would be good. Yeah, that I'm thinking good. about doing it. But yeah, yeah, I was wondering. That's a that's a good life cycle for jeans. I love that they have they get into going to different places because you do need jeans for like it's going to be muddy outside. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be changing the oil in my car. Jeans Can't are the one thing that can be used. For, like, you can literally wear jeans to a, I don't want to say a gala. I'm not going to go that that crazy. But you can go to a nice event in jeans and a sports coat. Yes. You can wear jeans to change the oil in your car. You go mm-hmm. to jeans to go to a ballpark. You wear jeans for anything. Anything. Yep. In fact, I wore brand new black jeans to Boomer's event on. Like uh, the ones I'm wearing right now. Yeah. 
And I think you could get away. No, you can't get away with wearing older, beat up. No, black no, no, jeans. no, no. They got to look crisp. But I also think, like, God forbid, I have a funeral in my, not for me, but a funeral for somebody I'm attending. I, I think I could get away with the black jeans there as well. Yeah, I don't see any right? reason why you can't. Or Absolutely. like a wake, not funeral, but a wake. Go we a had wake. an interesting conversation about pants at Boomer's event because I was not in traditional slacks. I was in the Adidas, I don't know what you call them, flex, that really cool sport material. Yeah. They're so comfortable. But with the jacket on, it covers the band. You have no idea what they are. And they look like slacks. Yep. But they're not. Like anything, you wear black, you look fine. Right, that's the thing. It's like not only jeans, but you're saying all these other materials now. The chinos. You're familiar with chinos, Jerry? Back in the day, sure. Yeah, so those are those are things now. So I'm just getting bombarded, and I just can't figure out. Like, I'm, I'm interested in trying jeans. I'm not going to order them and then have them not fit and have to return them. Yeah, well, that's, that's why, why I told you. I've never bought jeans online. That's, that's, why that's I wonder, one thing I try on. A lot of these companies that are sending me ads, I think, are only online. Yeah. Doesn't work for me. But why does it work for other people and not don't us? Know. I don't know. What is Good different about us, Jerry? I don't know. I have never tried to buy jeans online. Yeah. It's I, I would not buy pants online, period. Yeah. It's hard enough to buy T-shirts online. Yeah, they fit weird. Sometimes the material isn't as nice as yes. you like it to be. That is very true. Yep. I like the, only the soft thing material. I feel like I can consistently buy online and be happy. Hoodies. For the most part, yes. Like, for the most part, I'm a large hoodie. It works for me. Yes. T-shirt second. Yeah. Nothing's third. Everything else, long sleeve, button down, none of that works online. Button downs. So that's so funny you bring that up because on Saturday, trying to figure out what button down I was going to wear for this event. Yeah. Because um, it was while it was still a sort of black tie, sort of more casual because it was the Fiesta theme. I didn't feel pressured to have the tuxedo, and I was trying to be more of a fun look, if you will. So I'm like, you know what? I went to uh, Wisconsin with Rutgers. I packed a nice button down to wear with my tie and then my little, and my fat neck, I couldn't shut the top, and then I was I had to go buy a shirt because I wasn't going to wear it. So I'm like, yeah, it's time to. It was rainy Saturday. So I took out all the, uh, the button-down shirts that oh, I had. out of your closet. 22 of them I wow. had in my closet. You know how many of those fit? And they were all the same size, large. Any idea how many of those 22. fit? Out of 22. And they all fit at one point because they wouldn't have been yes, in your closet. correct. Out of 22, I'm going to say 11 fit. Four. Four. And when I say fit, I mean really comfortable. Like I will wear this. Yes. Yeah. Then I had four that I could wear a little snug in the neck. I could snap it, no problem, but a little snug in the neck, and then the rest of them forget. So eight of them I could kind of wear, four I could definitely wear, and the other 13 were folded up and put in a bin that I called the thin bin because I'm too fat right now to wear them. Correct. That's my thin bin. But my point is they all fit differently. They didn't fit, but some were tight under the armpits. Some made me look pregnant. Others, I couldn't snap the neck, but the rest of it fit. And they were all large. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I know. It's very confusing. It's very difficult. I don't know how clothing companies do it online other than they got to have some sort of... I know they all accept returns and they're all great with it. It's just such a pain in the ass. Sure is. Sure is. Even like these companies, I told you I bought random jeans from uh, Rag and Bone. This a store in New York and I yep. ordered them online. It sounds like a wild Friday night. Rag and Bone. Rag and Bone. And um, I had a return pair. It didn't fit. 
and they go like, oh, I went to go return it, and, and online I set up my return. They go, yeah, drop them off at Staples. I was like, okay. And I thought, oh, so I don't have to package this up. I could just bring it to Staples. Even that, now I got to go to Staples? Yes, you do. It's still a pain in the ass. It's still a pain in the ass. Now, if you go to the store, you try them on, they either fit or they don't fit. Right. And the other thing is, was buying pants or jeans in particular. Like, if you were to order, like I like to order, my go-to order would be 3132. 31 waist, 32 length. And I got, I get them in and they fit, but would a 30-32 fit better? I don't know. That's true. Because this does fit, but does it fit like it should fit? Hmm. I have nothing to compare it to, Jerry. I don't know what to tell you. Because people go, oh, then order both pair and return the one you... No, but now, now we're back to a pain in the ass. Correct. Yes, exactly. Correct. Yeah. I know. I get it. I get it. I get it. I just want... Here's where I want... I need where to can get. you find size 40 30s? <laughs> I'm not here's that bad. I want to get I'm to not a, that bad. Here's where we need to get to a point. You know how easy, like, Amazon has made it so easy. Yes. They just show up at your house. Mm-hmm. It goes... We need a situation where it's like I order pants. They don't fit. I just leave them on my porch. And they come get them. <laughs> well, you... You got to pay. You can do that. You can order a pickup from the post office. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And UPS as well. But you got to pay for it now. You do. Of course. Which makes sense. As opposed to Amazon, you bring it to Kohl's and they just take it from you. Or you take it to Staples, they just take it from you. My favorite is Amazon. When you go, this doesn't work, they go, don't even send it back. It's never happened to me Oh, I've gotten it for probably two items in the last probably two years. I Man, never. Smaller items. Not only has that never happened, they don't refund my money until they receive the product back. (laughs) That's got to be based on the company that you did business with through Amazon. Yes. I'm sure these smaller companies, they're not going to give you your money back until they get the product back. And the yeah. bigger companies are like, oh, whatever, tax write-off. Right. That product didn't work. Uh, that's never happened to me. I hope it does one day. Me too. That would be kind of cool. I hope it does for you too, Jerry, because it feels good. I bought a new Dell computer. It ain't working all. Keep it. <laughs> okay, thanks. Not worth it to ship it back. Right, Exactly. Yeah, it's been dumb things. Like I think I had like a I got a a drain st- like a sink stopper. Yeah, that didn't fit in my sink for whatever reason. For reason. They're like, don't send that back. You know, it's funny. I got a new Fitbit watch uh, delivered yesterday. You had to see the box they sent it in. It could have fit two bowling balls. <laughs> I get home from work. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what did Kim get? You know, I figured yeah, she what ordered did, something. What, what did we order? And so I open the door. I come in the garage. I go out the front door. I pick it up. I'm like, oh, there's nothing in this thing. I'm like, this cannot be the watch. It can't be. The box was, it was huge. I open up the box. Sure enough, nothing but paper and right underneath this small little box with a watch. I'm like, God damn, what'd they do? Run out of boxes? Yeah. I like the big bubble things they send in the packages. The, oh, the uh, the bubble envelopes? No, not the bubble envelopes. Like, will you, oh, the, Amazon, the popcorn snapping yeah, stuff. No, not the popcorn one. Like, I've been getting these in things I get from Amazon. You get it in the Amazon box, and then they're this strip of air. They're not poppers. They're like, it's this big of thicker, a, Thicker, yeah. yeah. And you got to put a put a pocket yep. knife through it. Mm. And it goes, poo, poo, <laughs> You see what I'm saying, Jerry? Yeah, I heard the first four times. Five, six. (laughs) 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, strangely, I have had a number of people reach out to me about what brand jeans and pants Bruce Springsteen wearing. Well, there's a lot of desperate people out there. Like people are writing to me, multiple wow. people. And then uh, I made one final move, which I'm, I promise I'm going to stop after this. Another one? Yeah, I promise I'm stopping after this. What one. now? So a guy reached out to me. He said, "My wife says." Bruce Springsteen shops at this retailer. I forget. It's a name I never heard of. Mm-hmm. Willie and something. I don't know. She goes, These are the he's wearing these pants. So I clicked on the link, saw them. I'm gonna scroll down a little bit on this website to the uh, contact page. Oh God. You did not ask them if Bruce buys those jeans from them, did you? The email might have sounded something like this. Hi there. Um curious. Is Bruce Springsteen wearing your brand pants on this current tour? If so, could you let me know which style that is? <laughs> so I'm waiting for that reply email later today. That's a great endorsement. Right. Do you think they'll answer me or they won't I don't. answer? Really? No. I I got to say I email <laughs> a lot of customer care. I've heard. <laughs> so I've heard. And I get a lot of response. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Like I You think- know why they don't get a lot of emails? <laughs> I think business. Holy crap! An email came in. I I think businesses really like communicating that way with their customers, not over the phone. They do not want to talk to you. That is, they don't want to talk to you, but they do want to reach out via email. I really have found that. All right. Well, maybe you will get an answer. When did you send this email? Not during the show today, Jerry. Definitely not. All right. Some other time. So I would say if you if you haven't heard from them by Friday, you're not going to hear from them. Oh, yeah. No, I see. To me, even like I sent that this morning, if I don't get a response today, I don't think I'm getting a response. Probably not. Do you think they're you think they know if Bruce Springsteen's wearing their pants? Um, That's a good question. Yeah. My guess would be yes, because I, I would think someone has taken a photo and sent it to them. Because I got to tell you, he's wearing the same. I'm not saying it's the same exact pair. You might have. It's the same. I'm telling you, he probably has multiple pairs of the same pants, but it's the same every night. All right. Well, good for him. But I'm thinking, so they would, at this point, have to know that these pants are being Yes. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah. No question. So they're probably excited about it, and they're probably like, probably in some sort of meeting today, they'll be like, someone inquired. Yeah. The problem is they'd have to, you know, they're going to have to pay him. Oh, yeah. If it's... if. If he were to endorse them, which he's not. But that would be some endorsement. That'd be some endorsement. Here's the weird thing, though, about Bruce Springsteen and these pants. They're not exactly jeans. They're some other type. He's really going with a lot of extra material in the length. Okay. That's not really. I don't like short jeans either. Yeah. I would prefer them long. And I don't want them. I don't like shoe tripping over them. Right. But I do not like short jeans. I don't like short pants, period. Yeah, that became a thing. Yeah, like my last, the pair of jeans I've been wearing for probably the past five to six years, shorter than. Yeah, I'm not into that. I bought 
in these new ones I bought, I bought I got a little extra length. I don't blame you. But the but it I got to tell you, just having the little extra length makes it feel like, wow, these pants feel long on me. Just because okay. I got so used to yeah, the sure. other way. Yep. But growing up, we never had short pants. That would have been weird. Yeah, I don't remember that either. But I don't the, remember much. I really don't. The Bruce Springsteen ones are aggressively extra inches. All right. On the bottom. I understand. Uh, I'm continuing to watch this um, reality show about golden auctions on uh, Netflix. This is about the people who sell uh, the memorabilia. memorabilia. Yeah. Do you have any memorabilia you that only... you that means something to you? No. Um, the only thing I have, nothing means anything to yeah. me. I do have, just because, you never know. I guess one day it could be worth something. It probably won't be. I do have Tiger's first cover on Sports Illustrated. I have that. I have that magazine wrapped in plastic. I believe I have Jeter's first cover on Sports Illustrated wrapped in plastic. Um, Trying to think what else I've saved. I have a Henry, a Hank Aaron baseball card, not a rookie card. I have a Hank Aaron card in a plastic casing that I bought for like. Man, I bought it at the hobby shop in Matawan in like 1988. I remember I saved up all my, I was working already at 14. I was doing, I had a paper route and I was cutting grass. I believe I spent $75 on that card in 1988. Damn. It's probably worth $76 now. Right. But I still have that. Um, other than that, I have all my, I do have my uh, books of baseball cards of players that I really thought were going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And I mean, pages and pages. Of um, Greg Jeffries, that the work out so good. How are those? What are those worth? They're not. I don't, you still have them. They're though. common cards worth a penny. Yeah, I still. Uh, yeah, I still have them. I had um, pages full of Ken Griffey Jr. cards, but unfortunately, they mass produced them, and we were we got into it too late. So those aren't worth anything. Uh, but other than that, no, not really. Yeah, no. there was an inch. So so Peyton Manning is also an investor in this company. Mm-hmm. So he was on the show, of course, and they had him at a memorabilia. He had he had a piece of memorabilia. He's like into wanting to sell his own memorabilia mm-hmm. now. He has a Sports Illustrated where he is on. It's like um, he has the top half of the cover in his Tennessee uniform. Yeah. And the bottom half of the cover is his father, Archie Manning. That's cool. From his. And the label on it is to Peyton. It was. When Peyton Manning was a subscriber to Sports Illustrated. Yeah, yeah. So it's his label for the apartment in Tennessee. How cool is that? Yeah. That's actually pretty they neat. They seem like that's worth something, I think. I would think that would be worth a lot. Yeah. Especially coming from him. Yeah. You know? I never really understood the the buying of the memorabilia that you have no personal connection to. Like, you bought those Sports Illustrateds. No. You bought them. I had a subscription. No, I mean, you. that's what I mean. You, you, you were getting them and yeah. saved them. Yes. You didn't go out. 15 years later and buy it. No. I think it's different if you have it yourself from from something. I think it depends on what you're doing it for. If you're doing so I'll give you an example. A friend of mine um does he's retired. He's in a he's a former cop, retired. We've retired at like 42 or something. Now he's like 52, but he was bored. And so instead of doing security, he decided to as a hobby start going to, you know when they have uh, estate sales. Yes. Whether people pass away, divorce, whatever the case may be. He decided, he went to an estate sale with a friend of his and realized, wow, you can get a lot of nice stuff here and then resell it. So he started very small with eBay. He now has his own store. 
And what he started doing was estate sales, yes, but he also started, he's such a big baseball fan, he started reading all the reports of these potential superstars in single and double A and buying their minor league baseball cards. He hit on one big one, Aaron Judge. Wow. And he's got a bunch of them. Now, he's, now, listen, you miss on a lot, too. But when you're buying those, you're buying them for a dollar. Oh, yeah. They don't cost you anything. And so in a case like that, he had no connection to Aaron Judge. He didn't know who he was. But it was more investment-type thinking. And he's got, I think he's got four or five of them. And they're worth a lot. And he sold a couple when he hit the 60-second home run last year. But so there's two different ways of doing it. It's a personal connection or you're trying to make money. Right. It's interesting to see these guys on this show that have – Massive collections, yeah, and there are a bunch of multi-millionaire people that have these mm-hmm. multi-million-dollar collections, and how they like the guy be like, this is uh, Jordan's uh, first uh, red jersey when he was with the Bulls. It's like, uh, how do you know? Says that? who? Yeah, I well, I know, but but they do it. They have to get a proof. They have to get proof of it. Yeah. So on this show, I don't know how they do it. They never really fully explained how they do photo photo. Um, I forget what they call it, but it's it's. Having an expert looking at a photo of Jordan from that game and saying this is sure. the jersey, yeah, right. photo but authentication. He, but even that, how I mean, I'm sure it gets washed, right? Like because you get to there and say, "Well, the blood stain is still." A... You can tell me that jersey wasn't washed right after the game, right? I, I know. And then also, saying. how do they get them? I wonder. I don't know. You'd have to talk to one of the equipment guys at one of the teams. Yeah. The way they, I mean, you see it in football when a guy threw with the football's first touchdown, they yeah, catch yeah. it, send it to the sideline, or even the baseballs. And who gets that? I, don't I wonder. Know. I, there's got to be somebody within the organization where that's their job. Has to be. Because this one guy had such a collection of all these different, mainly NBA related sure. stuff. But like these uh, jerseys from the, you know, Clyde Drexler's uh, Olympic yeah. Dream Team yeah, yeah. outfit. Like, what? Yeah. From. How did you get that? It's a great question. It's an interesting, yeah. interesting, and yet sometimes seedy business. Yes, it does seem seedy because I do think there's a lot of fakes out there. Yeah, and I'm not saying from this group particularly they right. seem to be the top in the world, but I wouldn't trust a lot of people. Well, that's the thing; they have to authenticate. Yeah, everything. Yeah, and there was one thing somebody showed up with um, Michael Jackson's. Get this, Jerry. Michael Jackson's washcloths from a hotel in Germany. Okay. Right. That's random. So this person had it. Now they were, they were able to authenticate that Michael Jackson did stay at that hotel at this particular time, but there was no, they didn't have any photographic evidence of Michael Jackson with a washcloth. Right. Plus you'd need DNA evidence or something. So they, didn't, they didn't take it. Right. And the seller was so disappointed. Yeah, they probably thought they were sitting on a, a big pot of gold. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah, no, we can't authenticate this. No, you're not. They go like this. Unfortunately, there's no photos out there of Michael Jackson with washcloths. <laughs> oh, you're funny. kidding. So this is basically like Pawn Stars, but a much more elaborate. Much more elaborate, and and it's not just random people walking in. No, no I know. It's like big-time collectors right. who want to sell... The, the, here's what I've seen so far. It's big-time collectors who want who want to auction off some of their items. And random everyday people who get a hold of something like uh, like a, a a one in one out of one card that's hidden in a pack, right. and there's one in the world, 
and some random kid in New Zealand got it. Mm-hmm. And that kid wants to see what it's worth. Yep. So it's that sort of thing. Makes sense. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm getting into it now. I, I wasn't sure I was into it. Now I'm cl- clearly free. Now you're locked in. Now I'm locked in. Sounds good to me. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I don't know if I could do that job, though. I think it's fun. Be a golden auctions guy. There's a young group of people doing Man, it. sure it is. Yeah, I mean, that that's... We always talk about what will we do if we get fired or we decide it's time to move on. That to me seems fun. Yeah. You know? Oh, this was a weird one that they authenticated. Ric Flair, a Ric Flair robe. Okay. He, That's in the promo, actually. Okay. He came to the auction house to authenticate it. How so, yeah, that was, this was my robe. I wonder and if they he, pay him to do that. They had to. Yeah. And he's even like, look at the stitching. This is the woman's the the woman who made all the robes for the wrestlers. It was just some woman and some seamstress woman. It's funny what we think is valuable. Like, why is that valuable? Yeah. Like, and and it's crap. And it's like Ric Flair said when he would he would buy he would have this woman make him a robe for every big event. He said he has had thirty seven in his career, thirty seven different robes. He said and they reach about fifteen grand each. Wow. He tried to buy one back for two hundred fifty grand from a guy who wouldn't sell it to him. Wow. Yeah. That seems rough. Yeah. <laughs> It's wild. It's pretty good. It's wild stuff. Do you have anything? I don't have anything that's. I have I have two items that I think are just more. They're interesting to me, but I don't know that it's worth right. anything. No, that's different. Uh, that's, yeah, that's one is the stuff. Muhammad Ali autograph, but he autographed it to me on an airplane. Okay, I don't have any authentication of no. it. Other well, than, a, a, uh, an autograph authenticator can probably do that. Can look at that. Yeah, uh, and then I have the thing that. Uh, the the John Mellencamp drawing that he drew while he we were doing a radio tour and he was he doodled and he doodled this very pretty good you know he's an artist yeah and he doodled this that character. would be worth money if you had a photograph of him doing it oh yeah don't yeah I don't it's on the only thing I have but there's no way to authenticate it, is it it's on a uh, a sheet of paper that has the printout of all of the radio stations and the hosts mm. that he doodled on. But that's just something like I wouldn't. I, that's just something I I kept for myself. I don't blame you, but that could be worth money. Could be worth something. It could be. Maybe I'll bring it. Ooh, how about this, Jerry? I bring it to Indiana with me. It's a good idea. And I have John authenticate it. That would be perfect. And then I sell it to Golden Auctions. And you make millions of dollars, John. Do you? Oh, I wonder if I could get that signed. You know someone now. I do know someone in the John Mellencamp thing. Why not? I say, hey, would John mind signing this? John, please. You'll lose your contact. That'll be the end of that. Please, John. Get to your seat. They sold it to someone else. <laughs> please, John. Sell. Please sign this for me. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show, will All we? Right. Stop wasting time here. Uh, warm-up next, you. Yeah.